Hi, this is Amy Thorstensen, the creator, writer, and editor of Cosmic Love. Cosmic Love is about Madame Xandra, who hosts a radio show where she gives love and sex advice on an intergalactic space station. All Madame Xandra wants to do is give advice to the good people and aliens of the galaxy, but mortal danger just keeps getting in the way. You're about to listen to Season 2, Episode 3. In Season 2 of Cosmic Love, the galaxy has been taken over by a fascist conservative government, and Madame Xandra has been forced to start co-hosting a patriotic show called The Freedom and Family Values Hour. She sees her opportunity to make a real change, though, when a member of the underground resistance named Eddie comes to the station on a mission to rescue her brother from jail. Eddie and her brother are symbionts who can swap minds, and of course the swap always seems to happen at the most inconvenient times. Okay, I hope you enjoy Cosmic Love. Thanks for listening! The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. ToplessRobot.com presents... Previously on Cosmic Love. Eddie isn't really my brother. We're a symbiont. We're more than twins, we're more like one person split into two. And now that we're back in proximity, we might start to switch. How will I know if you've switched? <laughs> oh, you'll know. He's a special sunflower. I heard there's a misguided rescue mission underway. That someone's here to break him out of the Baron Vladimir Harkonnen detention facility and information extraction lounge. Well, you can't believe everything you hear. Well, I know next to nothing about the detention center, but I do know who might. Let's go see Mr. Nebula Jim. Good evening, members of the Underground. You're listening to Cosmic Love. I'm your host, Madame Xandra, and I'm joined by a very special guest tonight. Say hi to the people, Eddie. They know who I am. I'm one of them. They're all about this mission, even if they refuse to help me get here. Risk-benefit analysis, my ass. Wait, you're saying the Resistance doesn't support this mission? That's not what you said before. What I said was, this could change everything. And it could! When I left the underground base, all the generals were like, Bye! Here's exactly zero resources. Hope you succeed. Good luck getting that two-faced lady Sandra to help you. See you on Tuesday if you don't die. Two-faced? Oh no, that really hurts. I have one face, and I take care of it the very best that I can. You know, being obsessed with what people think of you isn't really proving them wrong. Fine, we'll put a pin in that for now. So, if you didn't have any help, how did you get aboard the station? I stowed away on a Corellian freighter. It was really annoying. It smelled like cigars and cheese. But the Underground isn't against the mission, right? I'm not defying the official leadership or anything. What do you want? Written approval? How would hacking the government's shady records be a bad thing? Can we get this moving now, please? You said we're going to visit some magical bartender? Not magical. Just informed. I guess the first thing we need to figure out is a disguise. I don't know how, but somehow the station authorities know you're here. They know that you're a female. Kind of reductive, but whatever. And they know you're here to rescue Eddie from prison. 
So when we leave the safety of my studio, you can't look like... whatever they expect a female rebel to look like. Okay, you must have some kinky costumes or something up in here, right? I'm Madame Alexandra. I have bushels of kinky costumes up in here. The question is which one? <gasps> ah, <laughs> I have just the thing. Gosh, I forgot I had this. Uh, no, no, it's not this one. Here it is. Here we go. What is that? This is an old chassis for one of my most popular burlesque performers, Beverage Dispenser 69. You want me to be a robot? It won't be what they're looking for. Needs a little polish, but she's still in surprisingly good condition considering the fluids she's been exposed to. Oh my god, gross. But... I can see your point. It will definitely not be what they're looking for. Beverage dispenser 69, you said? She'll serve you a drink, and she'll drink what you serve. Ew. 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 Please tell me it's been cleaned at least once. Of course. Madame Alexandra's House of Excitement is a professional and sanitary establishment. Alright, hop on in. Let's hit the bar. Bikini season is coming up. Is your beach bod ready? Dr. Moreau would be happy to help you with any of the following problems. Butt too big, tentacles too long, tail too small, too many elbows, not enough wolf parts, not enough cat parts, not enough bird parts, not enough walrus parts, saggy boobs, and so much more. Visit the Dr. Moreau Cosmetic Surgery Hippodrome on Deck 28. The only thing mad about this scientist is his low, low prices. Hello, members of the Underground. It's me, Madame Alexandra. Eddie and I are about to enter Nebula Jim's Liquor Emporium. I'm going to continue broadcasting this entire process from my hidden lapel mic. Not just at Nebula Jim's, but the entire rescue attempt from now until hopefully we triumphantly break Eddie to... Just Eddie. Until we triumphantly break Just Eddie out of the Baron Harkonnen Detention Facility and Information Extraction Lounge. That way, if we fail... Or Spock forbid something happens to us. Someone else can pick up the rescue where we left off. They won't. But we're not going to fail. That's the spirit. So enough preamble. Here we go into Nebula Gyms. Excuse me. Hi. Uh, thank you. Um, is Jim around? Well, could you get him for me? Thank you. This place is weird. Isn't it fantastic? <laughs> well, well, well. Look who it is. Madam Exandra. I trust you wouldn't have come here without my money. Oh, you must have mistaken me for someone else. My name is Lady Sandra Liberty of the Freedom and Family Values Hour. You have a lot of nerve coming here to my establishment without my money. And is this a beverage dispenser robot? You come here without my money and you bring a beverage dispenser into my bar. I should call the station authorities right now. <laughs> oh, how are you? It's been months. Why haven't you come to visit me? You send your girls, but Big Boss Lady is nowhere to be found. 
I'm sorry it's been so long. It's just, you know I don't like bringing government guys here. I don't want you seeing me like that. Like some kind of government collaborator. You mean traitor? Oh, and hello to your young friend. I'm very impressed by your progress thus far. Okay, A, my progress so far has been getting here and pretty much nothing else. I'd put my progress bar at about 5%. And B, how do you know who I am or why I'm here? I think maybe we'd better find a private place to talk. Aditya, I'll be in my office. No interruptions. And keep an eye on the Decaporian in the corner. No more rum till he pays his tab. Come this way. So, Nebula Jim, this is Eddie. Eddie, Nebula Jim. The top secret prisoner in the detention center is her symbiont brother. Sorry about your home planet. Such a shame. Does everyone on this station know everything about me now? Just Nebula Jim. He knows everything. Well, then what do you know about springing a high security prisoner from the level 83 detention center? I thought you might come by today. So I pulled out my old blueprints of the station. Dex 83... 287 used to be an ammonia sea. They've done some serious remodeling since then. There is still a ventilation shaft, however, that runs from level 88 luxury room deck into what is now the information extraction lounge. There are also fewer layers of security on this side of the detention level. Scoop him while they're torturing him. Got it. According to some drunken guards, who are very whiny, by the way, the schedule is take the prisoner from his cell into the extraction lounge at 0900, Torture, 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 light lunch, torture, 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 back to a cell by 1800 hours. So if we can time the rescue for when they're on their lunch break, we stand the best chance. <laughs> if I was to organize a highly illegal jailbreak, which of course I would not, then I would recommend that, yes. Uh, but the ventilation shaft can only be accessed through luxury room 88C. Oh, Falcor farts. What? What's wrong with 88C? Most of the luxury rooms are used for a week at a time by visiting guests, but 88C is occupied by a permanent resident. A permanent resident who doesn't like to be bothered. Ah, but you'll figure it out. Okay, so we wait until lunchtime, we enter the torture deck through this ventilation shaft, then what? During the shift change, there should only be three armed guards outside of the information extraction room. If you can get past them, you should be able to get into the main chamber where they are holding your brother. Then there is a one-way emergency fire exit here where you are ready to leave. This has all been exquisitely helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you for what? You were never here, we never spoke, and I've never heard of the resistance. All hail President Blark! Thank you for visiting Nebula Gyms. Nebula Gyms Liquor Emporium on the 37th floor. Okay, Eddie, let's move it. Back to the studio. You're a doll and a treat, Mr. Jim. Keep it sexy. Oh, and Alexandra, one more thing. What's that? Next time, have my money. Add another hundred to my tab. Ta-ta, darling. You think we can trust him? Somebody's been passing along stories, and I don't like how much he knows. It's a valid concern, but I guarantee the leak isn't Nebula Jim. Hey, sexy. I'm sorry, dear. I'm in a hurry. Not you. Your friend. 
I love me a good beverage dispenser 69 bot. Come here, baby, what you got on tap? Get your grimy hands off me. <clears throat> uh, apologies, potential customer. I cannot comply. I have a pre-existing appointment. You got a weird voice for a BD-69. We're trying out some new programming. I'll take your comments into consideration. Come here, let me take a good look at you. Uh, I'm so sorry, we really have to be going. Uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? I mean, uh-oh, the thing is happening. Uh -oh. Snap! Am I not in jail anymore? Tight. Tight, 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 tight. Uh-oh. This doesn't sound like any kind of reprogramming I've ever heard. Are you sure this is a beverage dispenser 69? Maybe I should call someone to have a look. Nope, nope, we're fine here. I think I just need to wipe her memory card and try this all again. All part of the process here. Thanks again, your feedback has been invaluable. Here we go. Come on with me now, please. This way. Who are you? You're pretty. Like a wave crashing at dawn. Or like a shiny piece of metal crashing at dawn. You sure you don't need me to alert the authorities? I can't call them. I'm going to call them. Please, please go back to enjoying your Martian martinis, sir. Don't let us keep you. Come on, friend. <laughs> That's you. Okay. It's going to be okay. Just please come with me for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Okay, here we go. Follow the shiny. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Come on. A lady is a delicate flower. A lady is an origami swan folded from tissue paper. A lady is a bag of used Kleenex inside of a thermonuclear device. Dr. Hans Fry is certified in all of the complicated and repulsive inner workings of the lady. And listen to my radio program every Tuesday and Blundsday. This week I am examining the latest book from the Galactic Vice President. Men are from Mars, women are from the Hell Dimension. Hans Fry helps for ladies on Deck Swansig. Don't trust just anyone with your shame. Take your shame. To Hans. Hello, members of the Resistance. Eddie and I are now safely back in my studio after a very informative and only slightly alarming visit to Nebula Gym. So, I suppose introductions are in order. Eddie with an IE, welcome to PS64. I imagine you must have some questions for me. Nah. Really? Your babe was being nice to me instead of a bunch of aggro dudes sticking needles in me and telling me some really confusing things about my parents and Santa Claus. I'm chill. You're chill? He's chill, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I can at least tell you that your sister and I are working hard to get you out of here. Oh yeah, Eddie! Where is she? She's... in jail? Oh, dang! They got her too? No, she swapped with you? Her mind is there now because you're here? <laughs> I thought you would know how this works. Oh, yeah! Right on. So, you're a mastermind hacker, huh? I am half 
of a mastermind hacker. Fair enough. So I hate to ask, but how have you been holding up? Have you given them any information? Nope. Not even with the needles and the Santa stories? Nope. Want to know my secret? Sure. I don't know anything. Simple but effective. Um, on that note, have you picked up any details about the last 45 minutes? My name, where you are, what's going on? Nope. Can we go to the beach, please? I miss my longboard. And Eddie. I miss Eddie and my longboard. Not yet, my sweet sunflower of Saturn. Not yet. So your sister would kill me if she heard me say this, but the Freedom and Family Values Hour will be on soon, and I think I need to be there. I left on a weird note yesterday, and with that drunken idiot and Nebula Jim seeing you, I think it would be less suspicious if I showed up to co-host like normal. Tight. It's not super tight, Eddie, but thanks for saying so. Okay, you'll need to hide out in the dressing room. Chip will be here soon. Can I get you a beer? Or a juice box? Can I get both? You got it, kid. Sorry again about all the torturing. Hey, sometimes you get barreled, and sometimes the barrel gets you. That's exactly what I always say. Attention all guests and employees of Approved Recreation Sphere 7. This is a message from the Galactic Presidential Government. Remember, only you can prevent aberrations in our perfect society. If you see something, say something. If you hear something, say something. If you echolocate something, say something. And remember, we're always watching. Good afternoon, Patriots. You're listening to the Freedom and Family Values Hour. I'm your host, Chip Chetford Brattingly. And I'm Lady Sandra Liberty. Welcome back, Sandra. Glad to see you're feeling better. Thanks, Chip. Did a little Venusian hot yoga, and I'm right as rain. How are you? How's your Nibblonian cactus? Not so good. Remember when I told you he had learned to shake hands? I do remember. It was yesterday. Well, turns out it wasn't so much a handshake as a death spasm. Oh, no. Did you take him to Bertle's Beasties? (sighs) They're closed because of that tentacle and mouth outbreak. I am really sorry to hear that, Chip. Please let me know if there's anything I can do. Hey, should we start with the President Blark update? That always cheers you up. I actually have a listener call queued up. I know the love advice is your favorite part, and you had to leave during the call yesterday. That is so sweet. Well, no arguments here. Let's fire up that old advice machine. This call came in yesterday from the Jelly Within Spa and Salon on Deck 15. Let's take a listen. Hello, my name is Mrs. Blossom Antimatter Torpedo. (laughs) Yes, of the Connecticut Antimatter Torpedo family, but I don't like to brag. I'm calling today with a question about... Well, I suppose about the correlation between fear and, uh, physical intimacy? 
I married my husband six years ago, Captain Jake Antimatter Torpedo. Yes, that Captain Jake Antimatter Torpedo. And for the first several years, our intimate life was quite successful and lively. But lately, I've been distracted by the current state of affairs in our galaxy. Things are so dangerous and so unstable, and murderers are everywhere, and this rebellion is out to slaughter every innocent woman and child in the quadrant. When it's time to perform my, uh, wifely duties, I try to relax and enjoy myself, but I can hear President Blark's voice in my head telling me about all the criminals and psychopaths from the lesser worlds who want to destroy me and the entire antimatter torpedo family. How can I put my fears aside? Hi, Blossom. Thanks for calling. What you're describing is a real phenomenon and a real problem for couples all across the galaxy. But before we address the effect that fear is having on your relationship, let's talk about the fear itself. Are things actually more dangerous than they used to be? Or are we just more afraid now? If we really look at the facts... Hey, lady, I drank all my beer and my juice, and now I have to pee. Who is this? Excuse me, miss, we're in the middle of a radio broadcast. Hey, bud, I thought I said you should stay put until my show is over. But something is vibrating in there, and it reminds me of this spiky thing that aggro dudes put up my nose when they ask me questions, and it's making me sad. Excuse me, did you just cut the broadcast? Who is this? What is going on? Well, Chip, I can promise there's a reasonable explanation for all of this. Let's just take a moment and... Wait, is this the rebel? Are you harboring the rebel insurgent? It's my cousin, Blandra. Nothing to see here, just my cousin Blandra. <laughs> Isn't that right? Uh... I think I'd better call the station authorities. Uh, I think the thing is happening. The thing? Oh, the thing! Well, what's she talking about? It was super rad getting to know you, lady. And you, I didn't really get a chance to chill with, but maybe next time. Bye! What in the name of Jute Blark's perfect hair is going on? Ooh, yes! I am back! Okay, I am calling the authorities right now. No! Get the manacles! Silver closet, straight ahead! On it! Oh, sorry, Chip. I can't let you do that. Help! Help! I found the rebel! Someone come to my assistance immediately! Duct tape! This isn't gonna work, Yeah, I know, hon. Just calm down. Don't hurt yourself. So, Eddie, welcome back. I guess we have a hostage now? Cosmic Love was written, directed, and edited by me, Amy Thorstenson. Mad Alexandra was played by Katie Self, Chip was played by Chad Ashman, and Eddie was played by Katie Polensky. Thanks for listening, and be good out there. <laughs>